Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. He didn't want to talk about it, but I'm going to make him talk about it right now. Three words that will be haunting Richie as he leaves this programme this evening are rail, replacement, oh, bus. bus. Tell everyone about that. Um, for the... Uh, my, my, let me tell you, all right, I'm resting my forehead on my microphone and talking into the belly of the mic because that is what it's doing to my body language. The thought of the fact... Now I'm going to talk normally. The thought of the fact that my little rail line is out of action for a fortnight uh, because they're lengthening the platforms and they've ripped up the tracks. So for a fortnight... Two weeks. To come into work... Rail replacement bus. Those three words strike fear into the heart of any person in the United Kingdom. But here's the thing. The last two days, I've had the use of the car. Because wisely, for environmental matters, we went down to a one-car family a while back. Great decision, Rich! (laughs) (laughs) So, um, today... <laughs> I want, I want can, can you do me a favour? Can you can you take a photo of the bus? Because what I love about rail replacement bus services is they wheel out like a you know them double deckers that you would have gone on in like the eighties school 80s? trips, yeah. school trip with like rock hard seats and them freezing cold and all that kind of stuff. They'll defo wheel out one of those, probably beige. Oh my goodness! And then a bus driver that's at the very edge of his threshold of being able to co- cope with his job. He's had enough. I've looked into it, right? That. The route that it's having to take would normally be 10 minutes on the train. Yep. How long do you think the rail, rail replacement bus service is? I say 20, 15. 30, 35. 35. It's the journey from hell. It hasn't even happened for him yet. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I've been dying to tell you a lot this. Uh, Richie has done one of the most unbelievable typos I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, <laughs> it was about 24 hours ago, so we just needed to like let this settle a little bit before we brought it to you. Can I just can I just say, it's one of those ones as well where the... M- <laughs> The moment that you send it, you then immediately see with horror that you've you've typoed, and then even though you then correct yourself underneath, it's gone, isn't it? Well, it's gone, it's out there. Before we say what it is, I think you've got a point. I, I don't know if anyone else listening to this has the same situation, but I feel like predictive texting doesn't help my life. No. It's ruined, it ruins your life. It, yeah. it, it comes up with words that you... I would never think that in a million years. Why have you chucked that into a conversation? And I think the speed that everyone does things nowadays, things like this end up happening. And to be fair to you, looking at the timeline of the WhatsApp chat, which uh, you'll probably be able to see it on Twitter right now, at Absolute Radio, uh, you do claw it back within a minute of sending it. So <laughs> you, kn- you yeah. knew that something was, was wrong. So uh, I, I was like running a little bit late getting into central London for the show. I said to Richie, uh, Ace, I'm on the tube back in now. See you shortly. Now, actually, here, right now, is where I could have left it. I, I didn't need to acknowledge that. You didn't. You, and you could have just said, even done a thumbs up or liked the, liked the message, but you didn't. You <laughs> went one further. You said, sorted. <laughs> See you when you get herpes. <laughs> <laughs> then you clawed it back with a bad word and said, here, in block capitals. Yeah. And then you added worst typo ever, all within the same minute. There's the thing. I, I don't understand why my phone has got herpes in it. Well, that, that's, that's many, many questions for that. <laughs> But it's obviously there. It's obviously been typed in at one point. No, it, it hasn't. I think it might have no, been. No, it hasn't. It honestly hasn't. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Why no, is herpes in Apple there? Apple have put it in there. It's not me. I've never typed it in there before. It's Apple's fault, is it? It's not my, it's not my <laughs> fault. I, I ain't got herpes. Grant says, shows how often Richie uses that word for it automatically to choose it. Again, he's blaming the Apple Corporation. Like I have said a mere <laughs> minutes ago, 
Apple put it in there, it ain't me, right? So, if, it, in terms of the order of words, it will go, if you're doing H-E-R for here, it goes herpes, no, not using that one, then here. No, because obviously, obviously what has happened is I have, I've gone H-E-R-P by mistake with a fat hand. Yeah. As a, that's a mere typo, and then it's gone, oh, well, he obviously wants herpes, and that's why it's put it in there. Uh, just to confirm again, the line was, see you when you get herpes. Instead of see you when you get here. Um, plenty of people do this. There's actually a news story about a, a, an unfortunate lady who accidentally bought an entire neighbourhood of 85 homes instead of one due to a typo. That's one hell of a typo, that is, isn't it? It is. Is that Apple's fault as well, Richie? Is that Apple's fault? I not say. Andreas, you're a, a fellow victim? It's a nightmare, mate, honestly. You know, you know, like, you text your wife something simple, like, I'll be home by seven or whatever, mm. and before you know it, you've insulted her about 15 times. So what, is this, is this like, fat fingers? No, you know, you know, uh, uh, I don't know uh, what phone you've got, but you could do, like, you could, you could press the button, the microphone button, next to the little uh, um, thing, and you could yep. talk to your phone. Yep, that's the one. I do that, and you and you trust that it's dictating things properly. That is worse. So you would trust the the, the technology to to write it down on your behalf. Well, not after the herpes incident today. No. <laughs> no. Listen, let me tell you, boys. I don't know what you feel about it, but nobody wants herpes. All right, well, look, we don't... <laughs> I think that's just a safe bet. We isn't don't it? need to take the discussion down that way. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Please stop sending me pictures of what <laughs> your phone would do if you type in the word here's, all right? I don't know what's going on with mine, but it was a horrendous typo and we just need to move on. Uh, well, I don't know who it was, but well done to the person who said it might be a virus. <laughs> it is. It clearly is. Uh, typo nightmares, though. Uh, autocorrect nightmares. That's what we've been talking about this yeah. hour of the show. We've got Ember on the line. Is that something similar happened to someone that you know? Is that right? Yeah, it was a, it was a client who was due to come and visit me to, to go out on an appointment. Um, he was based in Switzerland and he was unable to make it. So he sent me a, a fax saying... Uh, very sorry, um, I'm not going to be able to make the appointment. Apologies for any incontinence caused. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And there's a fax. There's no way you can delete that one, is there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We're putting on a brave face today, Richie and I, and, and struggling on, even though there's a, there's a sadness at the very core of our souls. Uh, basically, last night, the pair of us, in our separate houses, in our separate lounges, uh, finished the final scene of the final series of the incredible Netflix TV show, Better Call Saul. And it's fair to say that that TV show, along with its predecessor, Breaking Bad, uh, I speak on behalf of both of us, has become a bit of like an, an old friend over the years. You, you know that when it's released on that Tuesday or whatever, it's always there. It keeps And it's kept me company, definitely during some cold, horrible train journeys. But also, you know, if you've ever had a series on TV where you've binge-watched it when you've, you've gone through a bit of a bad time, you've just gone through series after series, and it's it's been a bit of a companion, and it's weird that it's not going to be there anymore. This is the weird thing about this. It's, it's it's like the Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul universe because the two yeah. two shows sort of cross over. They've 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 in one way or another been in our lives. For, it's about twelve years or something. Or other. Long old time. Absolutely crazy. So for that to finally be done, obviously we're not doing any spoilers. Here. You might still be catching up, but finally be over last night here in the UK when you can get home and watch it. It's really weird. It, you you do feel like you're missing someone because it's gone. It's not going to be anymore. I've just gone onto my phone actually and deleted the 
downloaded episode and that's it gone now it's never going to feature my little you know downloaded stuff on the netflix thing so it, there's, there's like a there's like a gap i feel like there's a space there that needs feelings empty so we wanted to turn this kind of communal pain into something that we can talk about uh in this hour on the home time show uh, and the question we'd like to ask you is this do you miss something that isn't a person last week Last week when I was off on holiday, I yeah. did miss... It wasn't you, by the way, because oh. you're a person. It's not It's not counted in this particular question. So, on a technicality, that's fine. On a technicality, I couldn't miss you because you're a person. But I did miss something uh, last week on holiday. It's the coffee machine. Oh, to, right. to be To be away for a week from the coffee machine. I might pack it next time. Instant coffee is gross. I love instant coffee. No! You didn't like slumming it with us instant coffee lot? No, 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 no. Hey? no. I, I changed how much was on the heap spoon and changed how much... All, all, as the week was going on, I couldn't get it right. It wasn't good. So you missed your actual coffee machine? I missed the coffee machine. I was so excited to get back and get it grinding. Uh, Brian, that's not the first time he said that. <laughs> and that wasn't a typo. Uh, Brian says he misses 32-inch jeans. It could be anything. <laughs> if you miss something that isn't a person, tell us about it and share share the grief. 8, 12, 15 to text the show. Rui tweets, Blockbuster. The, oh. I mean, th- that is a thing to miss. As, as Dave talked about on The Breakfast Show a few years back, I seem to remember, you've, you've, got, the, you've got the smell of the video place, you've got the popcorn, you've got the, uh, the, the jeopardy of whether the DVD is in stock or out of stock. That is a thing to be missed. Even just the corner of your local corner shop that had, like, a video section. Yeah. And, and, and also, as well, like now, and this goes the same for music, like, you, you, can, you can look at um, aggregation of reviews and percentage scores and Rotten Tomatoes and all that kind of thing. Uh, and the same with music, you can listen to it on YouTube or Spotify before you go and buy it, if you even go and buy it physically. But yeah, I miss the lucky dip, like you say, the jeopardy of not... Well, you used to look at the front cover of, of a, you know, a, a VHS cassette thing. <laughs> it's normally a painting of all yeah. the characters in it, and you judge it like porkies or whatever based on that. Is this any good? You'd make a decision there and then. Braver times back then. Believe them to be braver times. Ron says, our missed tally show... Uh, fantastic phrasing there. It's supernatural. It ran for 15 years. It finished last year. We're currently re-watching the whole thing again on Blu-ray. But he also adds, on a personal level, I'm missing hair. <laughs> Bless him. Carrie says, I miss our old computer system at work. Oh. Goes on to say, it's been months now with a brand new one. Every single day, still missing the old one. Do we, do we miss our old computer system here? <laughs> Oh, it so. depends what day of the week is. Uh, this text here from Darren in Canvey Island says he misses Upton Park. Obviously, West Ham fan there, not happy with the new place. They had a good season last year. I know what he's moaning about. Linda, what are you missing? Um, it's the old-fashioned house phone. When you didn't know who he was calling and if it was someone you'd hooked up with and you're waiting for them to call you, like, run to the phone or... If you don't know who it is and no one's expecting a call, the whole family's arguing about who to answer it. Do you know what? It goes back to what we were saying earlier on with with not knowing what videos or films are going to be like or not knowing what music's like until you've bought it. It's the jeopardy of the landline. It it is the jeopardy of the landline. And then ending up... I mean, there's photos in my house of myself or my brother or someone sitting on the stairs chatting for ages, you know, not in a comfortable armchair with your mobile phone. But it is that... That adrenaline excitement, like, is it going to be the person I want? And, of course, if it isn't, you're like, oh, it's you, and you're really rude. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, you could get this sensation back by getting just an old landline phone and then turning your mobile off when you get home, and then you've got yeah. it back. <laughs> Do you know what? I have got an old landline phone, but who answers that now? That's the thing. It's all gone, isn't it? Well, but, yeah, we've, we've got a landline phone, which we don't even have it plugged in. It's, so there's loads <laughs> so of people listening to this right now We've got we've got, like, dormant landlines. We maybe should put <laughs> yeah, them up well, for rent. I, I my landline works, but no one ever calls it now. So what about this? Some cold callers that you don't want to talk to anyway. Rent, so. Rentmylandline.com. 
You can loan your landline out to people. It's like Airbnb, but for... <laughs> You know, yeah, phone lines. I, I, I really miss that old that old buzz of the phone and not knowing who it was and whatever. Linda, we've got to go because we need to register a web address. All right, but okay. um, <laughs> thank you very much, <laughs> Lindsay. Hole in your life can't be a person. What are you missing? Spiras. <laughs> <laughs> Sp- please clarify what a spira is. The Cadbury's chocolate bar from the late 80s. Do you know what, Lindsay? Spira was one of my chocolate bars of choice to spend my paper round money on when uh, I'd finished my paper round and then to cycle home. Describe a Spira <laughs> for us then. Oh my God, so much better than a flake. Thicker chocolate with, with the holes in that you could drink tea through. Oh my word. <laughs> Now, <laughs> Lindsay, let's have a quick Spira discussion because that's what people have tuned in for tonight. How different, in reality, would you say a Spira is to the modern-day twirl? No, oh, twirl doesn't even compare. The chocolate's too thin. It's just not the right, it's not the right shape. It hasn't got the holes in it. No. So no. you sound just like this is really stuck in your craw since <laughs> they've... they've I think de- about it daily every time I go to the shop. I'm like, why is there no Spira? Have you ever got in touch with Cabri about it? You should do. My friend used to work for Cadbury's and I asked him to raise it and he did and they said it wasn't cost effective to make anymore so I'm fuming. It's like, it's like a chocolate <laughs> cash for questions scandal that, isn't it? So what do you what do you have then? If, if obviously you're missing uh, the spire and it sounds like you've got good reason to, what do you go yeah. for as like a make weight then? Oh, I've moved on to ripples but they're just not the same. <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, Lindsay, we love you. Jash has tweeted to say, I really miss polo fruits. Found them a couple of years ago in Gibraltar. I bought loads need to bring them back over here. Hey, you need to look harder, my friend, because I found them in Costcutter the other day. So just to confirm, these are like polos, but like the fruity different colour ones that were were around in the 70s yeah, and 80s. Yeah, like boiled sweet kind of polo things, but they're now they're just in a fluorescent pink packet. They they look like they should be something different, but they're not. They are polo fruits. And where do you find them? Costcutter. What, are you going to go in there after work, put a big order in if anyone wants them? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll, I'll, uh, tweet me right now. Yeah, please. You're going to regret that. This is Bush and Richard daily takeaway. Uh, it's been a longer day than normal for uh, Bush and myself today. Normally, as you, you'll have heard, if you follow us on the socials, there's not really a great deal that goes on in our life. We, we rattle on in, we do the show for you, we go home. It's like Groundhog Day, but with gr- cracking tunes. Now, we can't say too much, but there is an organisation that has decided uh, that uh, they want us to endorse them. So, today, <laughs> I mean... Thank, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. But today we were filming an advert. Filming a bit of an advert. What about that? Yeah, yeah in that so one. This could be our big break, couldn't it? <laughs> when this comes <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a long old day, isn't it? But it's been a good experience. It is good experience. Uh, it's exciting being in an ad. We can't wait for you guys to see it and everything as well. You ever been in an advert before? Like in it, like in print or uh, on telly or anything like that? It's it. Today was a first. It's you know, it's taken forty-five years for someone to say, "I want him to endorse my product." Yeah, that guy. This <laughs> weird one for me as well because like um i did the voiceover for um a, a, a tour for a band i've got to be really careful with oh this. i know i'm not gonna say I, i'm and not I, gonna say i hate the band yes you do uh, but uh, that's the only advert i've been on is me doing the voice for their tour in the background thinking i hate them i was, I was gonna ask how did I, now that i know who that band was yeah and i know what you truly think of them don't like them how did that feel as you were uttering those words, knowing what your heart was really thinking? It was all fine when I got the money at the end, like Phil Mitchell <laughs> pulling out a roll of notes. 
Skipped off down the street, not a care in the world, slept like a baby. <laughs> so it does raise an interesting issue, though. We'd love to hear from you this evening if you have been in an advert for whatever reason, whether it's in your local paper, one of them brilliant local ones at the start of a yeah. local cinema visit, something like that. Uh, have you been in an advert? Dave has tweeted to say he got three days off school Whoa. in 1994 to film an advert uh, for a, a brand new, basically, MB game. Oh, wow, that's, that's right on my street, isn't it? Three takeaways in a row for dinner. He was made up. I, I, I'm not sure whether that was the fee <laughs> for young Dave. If not, he needs a, some kind of child agent. That's so good, isn't it? What about that? Not only are you famous now forever, because yeah. you're in the advert for a new game, but also three takeaways on the trot as exactly. a kid. It's like winning a lottery. Scott Parker. Bournemouth Football Club manager, I'm pretty sure, bit of trivia, uh, was a young juggling footballer in a very, very old McDonald's advert. Like the little uh, Coca-Cola mini football yeah, kit. Yeah, that kind of vibe, yes, yeah. Asking you if you've ever been in an advert before, Nicola says, yes, I was in a TV advert for Japanese English language school called Nova. This is how Edward Norton started out, but Hollywood didn't come calling for me, sadly. Wow. I left Japan a couple of months after filming and I never got a copy of it. Uh, we were making our advert debut today. You'll see it sometime. Uh, Richard says, I was recently in a promotional video for British Cycling. Ooh. We were filmed for over three hours. I've seen my backside for two seconds. <laughs> Not a good look. Uh, Jay, what was the ad you featured in? It was for a cart fishing uh, lake in France called the Saisons. I was me holding a fish. <laughs> I didn't even know. They were using the fish holding my photo till my mates back home saying, look at you in the back of this magazine. And there's my cheesy grin holding this fish. Wow, so like, what? where was the photo? Did you just put that on Facebook and then they've used that picture? No, no they asked. Most lakes ask for your pictures, so I, I gave them the pictures, but they didn't say they were going to use it in an advert, but I don't let them use it, obviously. So you're due a few francs on that one then, aren't you? Yeah. I reckon I am, yeah, I am. Well, let's 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 get involved in some kind of legal battle and, and help him out here. At least a free go on the lake or something. What do you reckon? Well, that's what that's what I should have got. At least a free a free, a free go on it, definitely. I reckon you should carp on about it, mate. Oh no. Guess <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm back. Right, let's let's wrap this call up like we did the other day. All right, thank you, Jay. I think at that point we need to let it go, don't we? I said it was Scott Parker earlier oh, on. Oh, here um, we go. <laughs> uh, someone else texting here. Wasn't it David Beckham uh, as the young kid in the old McDonald's ad? But I'm, I'm going to stay with the fact I think it was Scott Parker. I want you to do me a favour, right? I want you to have a little look on your phone, on Twitter, um, maybe half an hour into your journey home this evening and watch the fallout, the inevitable fallout of people <laughs> clarifying and correcting what you've said. I'm doubling down on it. He's doubling down on it. Well, let's see what happens with that. In the meantime, if you've been in an advert, tell us about it. We've got Richard on the line. Which advert were you in, Richard? I was in the hula hoop adverts with um, as the character Steve Thrillful or Thrillful to the ladies. Um. <laughs> You're right. I don't remember the character Steve Thrillful or indeed yeah. Thrillful to the ladies. <laughs> yeah, it's just basically he loves hula hoops and this uh, camera crew were following him about for a couple of times. They painted his house. All like with hula hoops all over it. See, this is the hula hoops, the crisps, crisps, right? We're talking about crisps. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then a little bit like the fella off of Go Compare. Then you've got a whole series of adverts out of this. Yeah, and and that guy from the what was it, the Halifax man? Oh, Howard. Howard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Howard, that was it. yeah it was a bit like that. Yeah, but it was just one of those like. You're the hula hoop Howard. <laughs>
<laughs> Were you paid in hula hoops, Steve? I Actually, was. you're not called Steve. You're Richard. <laughs> <laughs> you're such, such a good character. Steve, if you want. No, it's just that, yeah, I was, uh, well, I had, uh, I had a pay packet, but it also sent me loads of hula hoop boxes uh, with loads of hula hoop packets in it with lots of hula hoops to give to the kids. And final question, do you ever get recognised in the street for being this Steve Throwfall? All three f- Throwfall. <laughs> <laughs> not not so much anymore. But when I was when I was at the peak, yes, I did get recognised a lot, uh, especially in clubs. And uh, <laughs> no, over the yeah, DJ announced it over the whole club and said, "Steve Trumbull's in the room." And I, <laughs> I had to walk out because it was just like, "Oh my, I'm not no dining room embarrassment." The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. There you go. There's the Home Time Show in the bag. If you want to uh, uh, get a film picked by the, the great, the good of the Home Time Show audience, get in touch. Home Time at Absolute Radio. Film to watch on a railroad replacement bus service. That's what it's going to be. <laughs>